You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A C L. And with that, we are back. ACL Pod featuring the one and the only Captain Wags. He's Wags. I'm ACL. ACL sports.com is the site. X, Instagram, at the room with ACL, at Captain Wags. Wild card, super, super wild card weekend Wags is in the books. Six games, six winners, four games this weekend, divisional round. And then before we know it, conference championship next week and then the Super Bowl two weeks from them from then lots to get into we will of course have another free play at the end of the show winner last week with the Rams which is always nice plus the points lots of nice DMs and feedback on that one which is good if you have two seconds five seconds we really do appreciate if you guys give us that five star review just click the five star button at the bottom of the pod and then if you want to leave a nice note we appreciate that too spread the word on the pod tell your friends whoever you want good bad or indifferent uh, about the pod and uh it does as i mentioned it does help us grow so we certainly do appreciate that wags nfl divisional round you ready my man definitely ready uh excited to kind of wrap up uh last week and dive into this week and uh kind of move forward towards the super bowl crazy that we're uh in the final kind of few weeks here of the football season but uh that happens every year <laughs> We say that every year, but it is true every year. Last week, just to put a little bow on last week, max play, Kansas City, minus four. I tweeted this out. My Not just a max play. It was the highest rated game I had ever had, ever, ever, in terms of once I ran all the numbers between the situational spot, the weather, the injuries, motivation, whatever else you, you want to you wanna add, the highest rated play I've ever had uh, was Kansas City, minus four. So glad to see that come in. They won 26-7. to seven. Lots of nice thoughts, feedback, DMs from that game there. Just a complete letdown spot from, from this Miami, for this Miami team. Tua, the guy, not the guy, it depends who you ask. But, uh, yeah, just a great spot for Kansas City last week. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out what happens with Tua. You know, they're going to extend him or not and figure out all of that. Um, look, not saying it mattered. Look, I, I agree with you. I mean, the Chiefs, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. The right play, definitely a high-rated play on my card. But, you know, I'm I'm a little bit shocked that the NFL let this game happen and game play out. Um, you know, I'm not saying it mattered or didn't. I just think, you know, the fact that they let this team, you know, these teams play um, and e- even more so let the fans attend seven fans at this game, got hypothermia three with frostbite. I mean, that's a, sh- that, that's on the NFL. Um, yeah. It's, it, it, you know, Dolphins clearly not a cold weather team and, and it showed a great call ACL five unit max. Chiefs taking care of business. Yeah, look, the NFL decided, along with the governor of New York, to move the Bills game. Unfortunately, for those that had a nice bet locked in on the under prior to that, sportsbooks should be voiding those bets, in my opinion. But here we are. You yep. have to wait eight days now with the new COVID rules. But yeah, man, I was somewhat not, I don't say surprised. I thought this game could move maybe a day or so. Uh, once it was locked in to that night, I mean, all systems go on the Chiefs here. The Dolphins off the short rest, 
off the injuries. We're not going to come in and beat Kansas City here off, yeah. off uh, two weeks rest here. Yeah, look, I think we got screwed. Um, both put on the under on that um, on that Buffalo Steelers game early because of the weather, because of the wind, because everything um, playing out in the under's favor. I mean, that, that total dropped uh, drastically. I got it at 36 and a half. It went down, I think, as low as 33. Um, and then in an almost unprecedented move, the NFL moves this game to Monday, Obviously, the game goes over. Nothing that we can do about that other than complain, <laughs> which is what I'm doing right now. But look, Vin, let it, it out. Let it out. Look, I mean, it was frustrating. <laughs> and, and you know, you and I kind of were, were texting like, you know, especially when they moved it. We're like, F, like there's yeah. nothing that we can do other than kind of let the underplay out. Um, you know, some people ask like, hey, should I should I kind of go over now and and, and maybe risk that middle i said hey look you know it's not a bad play to go over but um i'm not i'm not doing it i'm just gonna you know i don't want i didn't want that game to end in like at 37 yeah. everybody takes over 38 and a half it ends at 37 or 38 and get kind of um screwed but look bills win their six in a row um and now uh they'll be up against the best defense that they've faced well since they played kansas city in week 14 so um a nice little rematch there Absolutely love the four matchups that we have this weekend. Both teams that were on a bye, meaning Baltimore and San Fran are playing in on Saturday uh, versus Houston and Green Bay, respectively. Tampa Bay, Detroit, the early game Sunday, the late game Chiefs Bills might be one of the highest rated games of all time. Honestly, yeah. Uh, Sunday night prime time, Allen Mahomes weather, Buffalo standalone game. What's not to love? Yeah, no, I mean it's going to be a fantastic game. Um, yeah, I think we'll we'll get dive into it a little bit later, as that is a shocker game of the week for us. Um, but yeah, I mean that that game is going to be um, a great game, possibly the most ever watched, ever viewed. Um, you know what is it? Divisional round game? What uh, yeah. ever? Um, because of who it is, you know. Frankly, I think this. Um, now, before the season, everybody thought this probably would be the AFC championship game. Obviously, things did not play out that way for either of these teams. But, um, yeah, one of them will be in that AFC championship game, and they will be facing the winner of Baltimore and Houston. Yes, the Houston Texans, who were 250-1 to to win the Super Bowl to start the year, which leads us into a quick recap slash discussion slash slash status check wags or for in the awards market for the National Football League. You, of course, had a preseason. Uh, it was on the NFL Futures card, a preseason play on, I believe it was 8-1, to one, correct me if I'm wrong, Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year, right? That is correct, yeah. So we have a Miles Garrett 8-1 to one ticket, Defensive Player of the Year. I think I'm um, kind of going in right before um, the markets kind of closed on that. He was minus 250 going into that with uh, Parsons at plus 250. I think TJ Watt was on there, but kind of fell back a little bit. Um, and Miles Garrett, the clear-cut favorite. We have an 8-1 to one ticket, and hopefully it plays out the way that we need it to or want it to. I think it's th- I think that that is a winner. I think with Watt getting hurt, uh, he doesn't have a shot, and I think it was between Garrett and Parsons, and I think Garrett's going to win that award. For, that, for those that don't know, all these awards are voted on before the playoffs start. So right after week 18, which is that Sunday, the, the uh, ballots are requested to be in by the end of the week. So 
for example, the coach of the year market, a market that I tweeted out, I've been tweeting out quite a bit about. Uh, it's basically down between Ryan's and Stefanski. I have Ryan's plus 900. been tweeting it out for weeks now. Uh, I put that play in right before the Colts-Texans game, and I said, I kind of looked at the path. They win that game versus the Colts. The Texans win, win um, the uh, next week as well, and then the Jags lose, and boom, the Texans win the division. And then the narrative all week is going to be about how D'Amico Ryans took this last-place Texans team, 250-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, to a division title and a home playoff game, and that's exactly what happened. And then all the ballots were in, unfortunately, actually, prior to that game versus the Browns. Uh, so we'll see. The... Um, the announcement is in a couple weeks. And then the other one I have is Will Anderson plus 165 defensive rookie of the year. I look at that as a two person race at this point between him and Jalen Carter. I think Anderson has the slight edge. It's just hard for me to make a case. And I've been kind of monitoring these people who have votes, um, kind of what they're saying, who they quote would vote for, which means who they actually did vote for. Cause they're not allowed to make it public. It's just hard for me to see someone on this on this Philadelphia Eagles team on the defensive side, win anything. Quite frankly, yeah. worst worst defense uh, in the entire NFL in the last eight weeks, and uh, Will Anderson has been a steady steady hog there for the Houston Texans defense. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a close one. Um, you know, hopefully we come out on the right side with Will Anderson. Um, he's been an absolute, um, yeah, steady Eddie, consistently mm-hmm. good all year as a rookie, stepping in and and really being a force on this defense um, for their success uh, across the board. Yep, and I tweeted out the Ryan stuff along with the Anderson stuff two, three weeks ago. So I know a ton of people, followers, not only clients, followers have that bet. So hopefully we can get that one home at 9-1 to one, uh, for D'Amico Ryan. That would be a very nice award to yeah, win there. I mean, look, to me, that was the biggest surprise of the weekend. It was the Texans. Look, I, I faded first-year head coach D'Amico Ryans and the quarterback first-year rookie uh, C.J. Stroud. Um, obviously, a, a hindsight 2020, a big mistake. I opted to go with a uh, 142-year-old Joe Flacco <laughs> instead. Uh, kind of backfired a little bit. Um, the Texans were just hungrier, and I think it showed. Um, they absolutely smoked Cleveland. Um, this team impresses me more and more each week. Each time they play, I think you you know you obviously mentioned D'Amico Ryan's and uh, you know talk about Bobby Slowick Jr. Um, basically have proved to be great coaches so far, and and you know kind of looking forward to uh, seeing what this Texans team can do uh, moving forward. I mean, it wasn't too long ago, what two years ago, or, or you know when they traded DeAndre Hopkins, and everybody said oh, this is this is a disaster. This is awful. The Texans are going to have to rebuild. They're never going to be back. It's going to take them 10 years. Um, and, and look at them now. Look at them now. That front office did amazing work and, and credit, again, back to the coaches. Um, this Texans-Ravens game, it's, it's going to be a re- really good one. Uh, Ravens beat, beat them in, in week one, uh, 25 to 9. Week one, again, a lot has changed for these teams. Can't wait to see that matchup. Yeah, it's interesting. Houston... Week one this week played at Baltimore. That was CJ Stroud's first game in his career. Yep. They lost. They didn't cover what the current number is. Uh, I think that is a game you can throw in the trash can as far as trying to gain anything insight yes. for this weekend. Just because the rookie quarterback situation, first ever game, first ever road game, was also his first ever game. 
Um, a lot has yeah, changed you, since this. <laughs> and look, I mean, honestly, uh, you have to look at the other way too. I mean, a lot has changed for the Ravens. That was yep. Lamar Jackson's first snaps that he was in the new offense, right? So a lot has changed from the Ravens offense last year to this year in this, you know, kind of more open passing attack that they have, um, which again, you know, it, that was his first game and, uh, you know, 25 to nine, you know, this game uh, could be higher scoring could, but um, could. we shall we, we we shall see and 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 you know if we're getting to fishy lines, I can talk about that. Let's move into fishy lines. Speaking of that total, Houston yes. Baltimore currently wags forty three and a half. Uh, this is a segment where wags and I usually kind of isolate a game, look at it as something going on. I I looks talk little, to wags. Yeah, I know. a little low. Looks right. a little low. I was going to say, you and I talked about this a little bit earlier. You had some thoughts on why this total, just upon first glance, might be a little bit fishy. Yeah, I mean, look, to me, a Texans team who just put up 45 points against a pretty good defense in the Browns, obviously they didn't show um, very well last week, but um, putting up 45 points and, you know, people, the public are influenced by recency. There is a recency bias. That is what odds makers literally thrive on. Um, and it just seems a little short at 43 and a half. Um, look, the, the, the Ravens can score. Everybody knows that. I mean, Lamar Jackson could put up points uh, with his, with his arm, with his legs. They, they have weapons. Uh, the fact that this totals under 45, it, it just screams over. Um, and if you start digging in a little bit deeper, uh, you'll see that the Ravens have one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best defense. Um, and the Texans, again, recently have been shutting teams down um, defensively, and, and they're getting better and better. Also, ACL, you can talk a little bit about the weather. Um, that's also a factor in this game as well. It's a huge factor. And just to be clear, when you say the line is short, meaning you think it's low, that doesn't mean that you're running to go bet the over. You're saying it's short for a reason, and here's Correct. why. Correct. So two different kind of thoughts there. This is the fishy line segment. So sometimes if I say, oh, you know, this line is too low, I'm, I'm going to go bet the over. In this particular segment, the line is too low, and here's why, and here's maybe why you want to you want to pause yeah. before you Correct. go bet the over. And Wags mentioned – you know, on the field, defense, et cetera, the weather as well. Sharps got out ahead of this number because if you look at the weather report going out to Saturday afternoon in Baltimore, wind gusts 20 to 30 miles an hour, rain, there's snow expected in the region on Friday night into Saturday morning as well. So this was simply a, a move in part to get ahead of that, if it drops down like we saw in the Buffalo game, it dropped down 10 points. I'm not saying it's going to drop down 10 points, but it certainly could go lower as of taping here Wednesday afternoon below that 43.5 number. If it says, you know, say 41, 40, something like that later in the week, boom, you grab an, you know, say over 40, you have a nice little middle there. You can do what you want with that particular number. But a lot of this was simply numbers grabbing based on potentially really, really, really bad weather in Baltimore Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, look, the the Texans' last three games have given up a combined 36 points, yep. 12 points a game against the Browns, the Colts in Indianapolis and in a must win for both of those teams, and the Titans putting up a total of three points on New Year's Eve. Yep, good point. All right, Wags, we are going to take a look at a general look ahead here. You know, maybe talk about some – you know, a, a little bit of each game at some aspect, but the game that we're going to isolate here 
Kansas City versus Buffalo, we talked about it earlier, might be one of the most watched NFL games of all time. Kansas City at Buffalo Bills, currently minus two and a half juiced. There are plus threes out there juiced as well on the other side. Total 45 and a half as of taping now. The Bills, they do have home field advantage in this game, of course. It is in Buffalo, but one thing they don't have here is the rest advantage. The Chiefs game was played versus Miami Saturday night. The Bills game got moved, as we talked about, to Monday. So the Chiefs have a couple of extra days of rest advantage here, which is going to be huge, and I'll get to that in a second, because the other thing you want to monitor is the Bills' injury report. They suffered a handful of injuries versus the Steelers this past weekend. Guys to monitor just on the Bills' defensive side, Spectre, Dotson, Bernard, Johnson, Douglas, Rat, Benford, all these guys on the injury report for the Bills. You want to see how they are throughout the week. Are they practicing in full, limited, DNPs, etc. Some of these guys are really, really important. And some of them went out in the middle of the game versus the Steelers. And that's when we saw Mason Rudolph, yes, Mason Rudolph, begin to really be able to move the ball a bit on this Bills team. The Steelers got it within one possession there late in the second half. So if those guys are out, if or even if they're out there or limited in what they can give, and you're going from Mason Rudolph, who's able to move the ball, to arguably the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes on the other side there now for the Chiefs, you would think that the Chiefs would be able to move the ball on this Bills defense. So certainly from my perspective, the number one thing that I am monitoring here for this Bills-Chiefs game is that Bills defensive injury report. Any thoughts, Wags, for you on this game? Yeah, I know. I completely agree, especially in the middle of that defense. That's going to be a potential big hole if they can't get their guys back and healthy. So I think we will both be monitoring that situation. Um, the fact of the matter is, you know, guys like Travis Kelsey and Rashi Rice are two guys that eat up the middle of the field. That's where they make, you know, do most of their damage. Um, so if the Bills, you know, are, are working with backups there, it's going to be a t- it's going to be tough to defend uh, this Kansas city offense. Look, I mentioned it, um, you know, earlier on the podcast before this season, most people here, I think would project the AFC championship game. If you had to, to be bills and chiefs, right. Um, divisional round of the playoffs. Here we go. Winner gets into the AFC championship game. Loser goes home. Um, bills almost miraculously after winning their five in a row in the regular season claim home field advantage here um, will be the first time Mahomes is traveling in the playoffs outside of Arrowhead other than, um, you know, neutral field Super Bowls. Uh, but crazy stat, crazy. Yeah, stat. It's very crazy <laughs> stat. What's, what? So I looked into it and I did a little bit of digging and surprisingly Mahomes actually plays better on the road hmm. um, yards per game on the road, 307 at home, 285. Touchdowns, 119 on the road, 100 at home. Interceptions, about the same. He He's thrown three more on the road than he did at home, um, also in two more games. So it's about the same. Sacks, 78 sacks he's taken at home, only 70 on the road. Quarterback rating on the road, 107.6. At home, 99.3. And the record is about the same, 36-11 and 11 at home, 38-11. and 11 on the road. I mean, incredible numbers. The fact that this guy is 74 and 22 overall. Um, Look, that said, we're talking about the Chiefs offense, the Bills defense. To me, it's the other side of the ball that I'll be most interested in, to be honest, other than watching those injuries. How can Josh Allen and company do against a great Kansas City defense? I'm talking about great. The Kansas City defense has been their basically their, their lifeline all season. 
Allen is susceptible to turning the ball over. Can the Chiefs get to him? Can they keep contain on him um, and, and force him to make mistakes? I think that if they can do that, the Chiefs will take care of business on the road. However, if the Bills can protect Josh Allen, not turn the ball over, Buffalo should be able to win this one. Yep. A lot of moving parts on in this game. Um, you could certainly make the argument just if you're doing the two-minute handicap. The Chiefs last week, they got right. They look great. But it was against what? You know, backups, backups, backups for the Miami Dolphins. And they haven't been right all year, and they're not going to look right on the road here. And then you make the argument, you know, on the other side, the the Buffalo Bills have all these injuries. So Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to feast them, right? And you're giving Mahomes points. And if you look historically, that's been a winning bet. So lots of different arguments, lots of different sides uh, in this game. As I mentioned, minus two and a half. You're going to see that around minus 120 juiced. If you're a pro, if you're looking at that, that's what you're going to be gravitating toward. There's also plus threes juiced, minus 115, minus 120 on the Chiefs. Very important number, obviously, is that three. So if you want the Chiefs, shop around. Don't grab the two and a half. It's worth the extra few cents there to take the Chiefs, if you like, Kansas City. Uh, we are going to talk about the Green Bay San Fran game a little bit later in the show. Real quick, Wags, this Tampa Bay Detroit game. Just a couple of factors that I'm looking for. Uh, this is, these teams played early, earlier in the year, very different game. Tampa Bay was, especially on defense, extremely injured. Uh, I know you mentioned the Detroit running back situation was very, very different than as well as it is now. Just a lot of, we'll say differences from that game to this game. Baker Mayfield, obviously playing at a Pro Bowl level right now. He looked great last week. Uh, one thought I had going into last week, was the injuries because he looked absolutely horrible in the last couple of games. They put up nine points against the Panthers. Now, did he look amazing last week? 300 yards passing, three touchdowns because his injuries all of a sudden got better. He had some really good painkillers or he was just playing the Philadelphia Eagles and Matt Patricia. So I would argue that the Detroit Lions are not that much better than the Eagles defense right now. So at least the thought that Baker could have another good game indoors on a fast surface is there as well. And then a lot of the Tampa Bay guys, as far as defensively, are healthy. They're back to full strength. They've played great defensively the last month or so. But, man, that home field in Detroit is going to be tough. First playoff win in forever last week, and they are going to be revved up and ready to go. This Tampa Bay-Detroit line right now around 6.5, total 48, 48.5. What are you looking for in this uh, Tampa Bay-Detroit game, Mike? Yeah, man, look. Tampa's reeled off six out of their last seven games. I mean, really impressive. And and a lot of that was with Baker kind of banged up with his ankle and whatnot. So um, my the, the the big shout out goes to the Tampa Bay defense. You know, you mentioned they're they're healthier now. Um, completely different team that you know that played in what week six against Detroit when they lost twenty to six. Um, but you know, the Lions offensive line is one of the best in football mm-hmm. and when they played that game and, and they won Detroit in Tampa it was with you know I think Montgomery got hurt early in that game I think he had like a total of uh pulling it up right now I think it was 14 yards yeah six carries for 14 yards and then they had to and Gibbs was out by the way so they had to rely on Craig Reynolds and Ozigbo in the running game. They, not they com- good. No, not good. They combined for 13 carries for 20 yards in that game. Um, <laughs> they really had to rely on Goff, and, and Goff didn't disappoint. 30 for 44, 
353, two N0 picks. Um, Amon Ra, 12 catches, 124 and a touch. Um, he, I mean, he was literally almost the entire offense. Um, nobody had more other than Laporta had four for 36. Nobody had more than three catches. Um, they were able to spread it around, but um, Amon Ra could be a problem. But you mentioned Tampa was, was kind of riddled with injuries. Then um, things could change. Things have changed over the last, what, let's call it 13 weeks. Um, there, there's, you know, a, a lot of uh, chemistry that happens over time. Um, and as you see that with Tampa winning six of the last seven games, um, I expect this game to be a great game, probably um, possibly going to be the least watched game of the weekend, possibly. Uh, but I think it's going to be one of the better games, um, you know, as far as hard hitting, um, you know, kind of that old school uh, NFL mentality. Um, you know, this game will be won and lost in the trenches uh, because I think this offensive line against Tampa's defense is going to going to be a real battle. And and if Goff can get or if Tampa can pressure Goff, um, not blitz Goff, pressure him, then um, and it, that's going to be a big factor for Tampa because Goff under pressure doesn't do so well. He's actually pretty good against the blitz because their offensive line picks it up most of the time. But when he's under pressure, that's where he gets um, rattled a little bit, and that's where I think Tampa can turn the ball over and, and make it a game. Yeah, absolutely. This is game. I'm waiting on a couple things, but uh, this game's likely going to be on my client card. Um, yeah, we'll interested to see where that we'll see. plays out. We will see. We will see how that one plays out as the week goes on. All right. Before we get to the free play for the show, looking to stay hot there, $300 site credit Sunday night football contest between the Chiefs and the Bills. First person to get all three questions right that I'm about to read. It's 300 bucks in site credit to acl-sports.com. No questions asked. Never expires either. You can use it whenever you want for whatever you want. All you have to do to enter is DM your answers to either myself or Mr. Wags. And on, uh, sorry, on X or on Instagram. Here are the questions. First person to get it in is the winner. So if we have multiple winners, be sure to get it in first. Question number one: Bills minus two and a half, or the Chiefs plus two and a half. Which one are you taking? Bills or Chiefs? Question number two: Over under forty five and a half. Over or under forty five and a half. Question number three: The total number of touchdown passes by Josh Allen. Question number three is the total number of touchdown passes. By Josh Allen. Good luck. Get them in. Get them right. Be the first to do so. Boom. 300 bucks is yours. No problem. All right. Free play time. Wags. We had a co-free play winner again last week with the Rams. Plus three and a half. They covered the game. Lost by one. Should have won outright, in my opinion. But the ticket cashes nonetheless. Had a few people actually reach out and ask, you know, throughout the year, throughout the season, football season, we'd each do a free play. They said, well, why haven't you guys been doing that in the last month? Why are they co-free plays? And the answer to that is because college football ended. And, and the board has shrunk by about 80%. So during, you know, once college is over, once uh, playoffs are here, there's obviously a lot fewer games. So Wags and I put our minds together and agree. Sometimes we, as we're talking, we disagree. We go back and forth. But uh, on all of our co-free plays, we certainly do agree. And last week, we agreed on the Rams. And this week... We do agree as well on this one. And it is on San Francisco 49ers minus nine and a half, minus 110. Yes, as you guessed, it is readily available in the market. This is simply a 
sell high spot on the Packers. If this game was played in the regular season just a few weeks ago, this line would have been closer to minus 12 and a half, minus 13. We have Green Bay coming in here after the whole country saw them destroy the Cowboys. Everybody's talking about them, rightfully so. I was on Green Bay, team total over in that game, loved them. Fully expected them to have a, 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 a success against Dallas. But a lot of that result, in my opinion, is just as much about the Packers as it was the Cowboys and the issues that they have. So now what happens? Green Bay, they go on the road again, back-to-back road games, short week. Remember, this game versus San Fran is on Saturday. And the Packers game versus Dallas was on Sunday. So short week there to prepare for the Packers. The Niners, what happened there? They're coming off a bye week. And they also rested all their starters week 18 versus the Rams. So three full weeks of rest for Trent Williams, for Christian McCaffrey, for everybody who has kind of nicked up uh, for this Niners team to get fully healthy in a game where I fully expect the Niners to go up and down the field on this Packers defense who come in with injuries, most notably to Jair Alexander, among others. So a really good sell high spot here on Green Bay and Wags. We are going to be taking, as I know you agree, San Fran minus nine and a half as the free player. Yeah, look, nine, nine and a half is a lot of points for the playoffs, but it's the Niners. I mean, this team is an absolute machine. We've talked about them all year. Um, yeah, they they are 12 and five. Yes, they lost five games this year. Um, they are third in points scored. They are third in points allowed. Um, Green Bay, 12th in points scored, 10th in points allowed. Yeah, they're, you know, kind of the bottom tier of the playoffs. Yes. They beat the Cowboys, congrats, but you know, definitely a letdown spot, as you mentioned, ACL. Um, the Niners just have all the weapons, and on offense, they pretty much can score at will. Look, can this game end 34-21? Yep. Could it mm-hmm. end 49-14? Yep. But I don't really see it being under 10 points. I mean, I th- yeah, even though 10 points is a lot in the playoffs, I think I would be a lot more shocked there if it finishes at, you know, seven eight nine san fran or somehow um green bay one i mean it would be just bananas um but nine and a half points to me feels safe i like san fran i'll lay these points green bay on a short short week niners with time and rest and this team is just um it's a really solid team and i and i think 10 points for them is is like a field goal for most others yeah uh look if you would ask kyle shanahan preseason you know you have to win two games to get to the super bowl against green bay and then potentially tampa bay uh most likely the line he would say did aaron Rodgers come back to green bay right (laughs) he would say what the heck is going on there so i i I like the way um the path if you will lines up for the niners here to get to the super bowl obviously i think whoever they play in the super bowl whether it is houston baltimore casey or buffalo um, you're looking at a potentially close game there. And the look-ahead lines on the Super Bowl would attest to that as well. The current look-ahead line, they put out some lines on the Super Bowl uh, matchups. And the interesting one is San Fran versus Baltimore. And San Fran is minus one and a half, minus two, you know, in that range, which which tracks because San Fran played Baltimore, what, three weeks ago. They were at home. They were around minus five and a half. Take away home field, lower the power rating a bit because Baltimore won. That's how you wind up around San Fran minus two. Seems a little uh, stenchy also. I think a lot of people were like, <laughs> wow, Baltimore handled their business against this team. And it wasn't even close, to be honest. So why can't why wouldn't they just do the same thing? But 
we will get there when we get there. Obviously, yep. um, I agree with you on the fact that things align with the Niners. If you're a client, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. If you, if yep. you know, if you know, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just uh, you got in at a good number, shall we say? Yes. Some might say. Some uh, might say. Some might say. Some might say. Yes. 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 Indeed. And now the path is seemingly opened up, and hopefully we continue to get there as the Niners will hopefully win by double digits um, this weekend against the Green Bay Packers. Coming in on short west and in a good, good, good sell-high spot here on the Packers, although I do love me some Jordan Lovewags, as you know. Very high, hey man, very high on him preseason, he, he, but the he, spot he here is tough. He's obviously had a very, very good year. Yeah, um, no doubt about it. Packer fans must be happy. Obviously, you know, they're hopeful, but, you know, very unlikely that they that they move and move forward and advance to the yep. NFC Championship. Take a look at the Niners' record this year when they are fully healthy, meaning they have their top, you know, five guys, i.e., Trent Williams, McCaffrey, Debo. Yeah, Trent Williams say, is my guy. <laughs> he's he's got to be number one on the list before McCaffrey, before Debo. It's not even he, a close number two. If he's yeah. out, not taking San Fran, yeah, uh, yeah, you just can't. He he protects Purdy, and when Purdy has time. Top five quarterback. Not in the even NFL. about the time. I mean, it is about the time, but it's it's really about knowing he's there. It's that security yes. blanket, right? You're yep. in the pocket, blindside. I know. Up, oh, Trent Williams is in. Protected. Mm-hmm. Not even going to think about it. Not even going to think about it. Yep, Trent Williams. Three weeks to rest. Fully good to go. I like the Niners' chances this weekend, especially on offense as well, to move up and down the field. All right, that is this week's podcast, divisional playoff round. We will be back next week for the conference championship pod where we where where we we will easy for me to say be down to four teams and we will be talking all things conference championship then all right wags anything else before we get out of town here on another pod in january no all good here you know just take a look at the other packages we have up as well nhl college basketball nba um tennis Yes, sir. Aussie Open, In full baby. swing. Yep, in full swing. So we're back. Shoot us a DM. Give us a five-star. Cap and Wags, ACL. That's all I got to say. Here we go. All right, we're out of here for Wags. I'm ACL. Good luck on all, your, on all your plays, and we will talk to you all next week.